Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, my God, God. La, 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 let me Sexy, I, I am actually talking to you. Yes, you. If you're hearing this in your ears, I'm calling you sexy. If you don't hear that from anyone else this week, you're going to hear it from me. Because if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, then we are two days away from Valentine's Day. And I feel like I better talk about it. because Well, because this is a dating and relationships podcast, but also... Because according to a survey by BetterHelp conducted last year, they found that approximately 15 million Americans feel that their mental health gets worse around Valentine's Day. The survey was obviously done in America. That's why it's 15 million Americans. But I don't think it's specifically an American issue. I would imagine that this is probably the same across the board for people who live in countries where Valentine's Day is a thing. And the same survey found that 44% of Gen Zers feel negativity around Valentine's Day compared with 33% of millennials, 24% of Gen X and 14% of baby boomers. So that is enough people feeling mentally ill and sad and negative to make me feel like we should talk about this for a bit today. I will do my best to make you feel better. Although I do think maybe I'm quite shit at that sometimes, but let me at least try. And if you're not feeling sad about it, then you might as well listen and you can feel smug, you big prick. You're not really a prick. You are sexy, as I said at the beginning. Anyway, I think it's interesting that Gen X and boomers, who are people over 44 and up to 69, give so much less of a shit about Valentine's Day than Gen Z, who are currently aged 12 to 27. So my son is in Gen Z. Damn me, Gen Z are really young, innit? And they've got so much power on TikTok. That's a whole other story. Anyway, and millennials who are between 28 and 43, which is my gang. It does make sense that if you're on your 50th Valentine's, you're going to feel very differently to it to if you've only had 14. And I remember being 14 and how much meaning was attached to the day. It was a huge thing at school. Who would get flowers and chocolates and cards and who wouldn't? It was a big sign of how popular you were. And you relied on it for validation of your worth. All the popular kids got loads of things, often from secret admirers. I remember the excitement on the day, you know, like in the morning, who had a rose in their locker, who didn't? Who had a card shoved under their desk, who didn't? And the people who got loads... It was always the popular ones and everyone else just sat and watched in envy. I once got a mixtape from a boy in the year below me. It's really annoying that I can't say who he is because he's got a really famous dad. And if I say that, then it will give away where I went to school. But I've just told my producer and she's like, whoa. Anyway, this mixtape had genuine pony on it 
and Touch Me, Tease Me, Feel Me and Caress Me by Case. Absolute bangers. I mean, I think he was clearly telling me what he wanted. But anyway, I was never showered with gifts like the popular girls. And that made me feel shit about myself. I'd always excitedly await Valentine's Day in secondary school with anticipation that my crush would come through and make himself known. And it did happen once, not mixtape boy. I didn't actually have a crush on mixtape boy. But all the other years, I was left feeling a bit embarrassed and disappointed. Luckily for teens, this Valentine's Day lands in half term. But now they still have that pressure of social media. I feel so incredibly privileged that I was at secondary school just before mobile phones became a thing. We actually had pages. We didn't have to see our mates posting their evidence that they were pretty and more important than us like teens do now. Teens don't even just have to witness it from their mates. They have to watch every fucker and their dog getting treated like queens on TikTok and Snapchat. Obviously, receiving Valentine's presents does not mean that you are prettier or more important than anyone else. It is not a sign of anything like that at all. In fact, many people actually write cards to themselves and pretend that they're from someone else. But even if they are real, it literally means absolutely F all about your value or your worth. And I wish that we could ensure that every insecure teenager understands this. I also just wish that anyone who feels insecure about it could see the incongruence that I see from some people who write to me. I will receive a DM from a woman telling me how she's caught her man talking to women on Snapchat, sending nudes for the third time. Or worse, I'll speak to a woman who is desperate to figure out how to leave the abuse that a boyfriend is subjecting her to. And then on Valentine's Day, I'll see them post lavish gifts and expensive dinners. From the Valentine's Day posts, you would believe that this is idyllic, that this is something that you want, that you should be aspiring to this relationship. And trust me, an envy based on their Valentines is truly misplaced. But it's not just teenagers who feel like this. My millennial mate came over last week and she said that it had hit her that she was about to have nobody to show her love for the eighth Valentine's in a row. She said that she doesn't really care throughout the rest of the year at all, but there is something about Valentine's Day that brings it home for her, that makes her feel weird and inadequate for being single for so long, that it heightens that sense of being unloved. And it's hard, isn't it? Because I can shout from the rooftops that being single is just as wonderful as being in a relationship. And it really is. And that sometimes being in a relationship is a lot more lonely than being single. And that what we see on social media doesn't actually reflect reality. And all of the positive cliches that are true, they're true. But positive cliches go in one ear and out the other when all you are craving is romantic love. And even though I am the biggest advocate of love yourself, I do feel it too sometimes. External love and validation is undeniably important. Valentine's Day doesn't trigger me though. I've had enough shit Valentine's Days while actually in relationships for me to know not to believe that I'd be having a better time on Wednesday simply because I have a man in my life. But I do feel pangs of wanting to love and be loved specifically by a man I fancy and not just by my son and my mum and loads of women. You know, I can make myself feel better like I have love, I receive love, but sometimes you want it from a man. You want that external validation and it is necessary sometimes. Sometimes we do feel like it is the one thing that's missing from our lives and whenever anyone does feel like that I always tell them to read Bell Hooks All About Love. 
That book is such a wonderful reminder that love isn't just something that you get from a partner. It can be generated from so many sources. It comes in so many forms. An absence of any love is a tragedy. But the absence of romantic love isn't the be-all and end-all if you have it in different forms. Does your dog or cat love you? That's a lot. That is big love. I know your dog can't write you a Valentine's card, but they would if they could, you know, for sure. And that's why I think Galentine's is so important. I celebrate it with my patrons every year. We get together and party and remind each other of the power of love and strength that you can get from a community of like-minded strangers. And on Valentine's Day itself, I always give my son a card and chocolates and my mum always does the same for me. And sometimes I make plans with friends and we have date nights together. I actually love Valentine's Day because it is all about love. It warms my heart when I see people carrying flowers down the road or when I pass restaurants in the evening and see elderly couples in the window. I love love and I love that it is a day of love, an excuse to send my friends flowers or get a takeaway with my son, a reminder to wake up with a bit more of a focus on how much I love and adore him. I even used to get heart-shaped treats for my dog. If you have single friends, why not send them something or arrange to go out or just pop a card through the door? Love is love. Make them feel loved. But it's not just single people who can feel negative on Valentine's Day. Sometimes being in a relationship can feel even worse, especially if you have expectations. You think that you're going to get a surprise and then you wake up and there's nothing. And they tell you that Valentine's Day doesn't mean anything anyway, even though them getting you something would have meant something to you. Worse still, if they really know it means something to you and they don't even bother to pull their finger out just to show they care. Even a fucking post-it note with a little poem on it left on the fridge door before they go to work would be better than nothing. I once spent Valentine's night with my boyfriend and a month later I found out that he had spent Valentine's Day with another woman. I really thought, like, we're definitely together. It was our first Valentine's together. And I was just like, oh, spending Valentine's night with me. This is, like, huge. Little did I know. He spent fucking Valentine's Day with someone else. Day. Fucking sneaky, clever little shithead. And a woman who wrote to me once received a bouquet of flowers from her husband. But the card was addressed to his mistress. Something like, I can't be with you today, but I'll be thinking of you until I next get to hold you. And that's how she found out about their affair. A friend's boyfriend of 10 years chose Valentine's Day as the day to break up with her. And a friend of a friend came home to an escort in their bed as her boyfriend had apparently arranged a Valentine's surprise of a previously undiscussed threesome. Men are so fucking mad. Not all men but a lot of them. So I'm just trying to remind you here that sometimes being in a relationship with a fucking mental man is 10 times worse than being on your own, listening to Celine Dion all by myself on Valentine's Day. I mean, I would choose that 10 times over than having a man fucking put an escort in my bed thinking I'm going to want to threesome when I get back from work. You know what I mean?
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. (laughs) If these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. But nothing is worse, and I mean nothing, than being in a situation ship. Well, I was being a bit dramatic saying nothing. There are lots of things worse, but you know what I mean. Than being in a situation ship around Valentine's where you aren't sure where you stand. Where they see you often and talk to you a lot and you're sleeping together. And right now it's like when you're together, you're together. But when you're not, you're not kind of vibes. But you absolutely want more. You just know you can't say that because you think it will scare them off and because you know deep down that they don't want more and you don't want to hear that. So you keep going on in situationship hell, hoping that one day they'll realize that actually they're in love with you. One of them situations where you're like, it's okay if you don't want to be with me, I'm fine with casual, but could you just make a bit more of an effort with communication if we're going to be sleeping with each other? And they don't, but you still keep fucking clinging on. And what keeps you there is that tiny bit of hope that actually they might already be a bit in love with you. It must mean something that they keep coming back, right? This is what you tell yourself. They're just not committing yet because they're scared. They had a bad childhood or they're an avoidant or whatever it is that you're telling yourself. When you're in something like that and Valentine's is approaching, you often allow your limerent self to believe that maybe, just maybe, they're going to make an effort. You might have even suggested last week that you hang out on Wednesday, acting like you don't even know what day it is on Wednesday, just like, yo, I'm, I'm free on Wednesday if you want to hang out, hoping that they won't figure it out and you'll have them to yourself by default. Or maybe you suggest something and they say, nah, sorry, I'm busy, I've got football or it's my mum's birthday or whatever. Or maybe you passively wait to see if they will contact you and when they don't, is a message. They'll contact you on the 13th and the 15th, but they will actively ensure that they give you a loud, silent message on the 14th. And it hurts. And you have to try not to spend the day watching their socials, looking for a clue that they've celebrated with someone else, or watching your phone, praying, hoping that they'll at least just text like, happy V-Day. If the absence of their care makes you feel weird and sad and not good enough, it's a reflection of the rest of your situationship. It is a reminder that you do want more and that you do deserve it and that you need to walk away because this thing is making you feel like shit. But even if they lavish you with the greatest Valentine's Day you've had in your life, but they're shitty or make you doubt yourself or make you feel unloved for the rest of the year, then that's a message too. 
don't rest everything all on this one day that has pretty much been created by capitalism to make us spend money. And nobody's actually really even sure of the history of it. I've been doing a bit of Googling, obviously I'm not a historian, but I was trying to figure out what actually is Valentine's Day. And some say that Valentine's Day came to be as a celebration of the ancient festival of Lupercalia, which was a raucous wine fueled fertility rite in which Roman men and women paired off. Something to do with St. Valentine getting arrested after he defied an order by an emperor that forbids Roman soldiers from getting married. He was then later beheaded because of this. And then his boys, like the Roman guys, were like, no, like free, free Valentine, like free demand them. And, and to like honour him, their fallen soldier, they celebrated by pulling the names of eligible young ladies out of an urn and just going off and, I don't know, shagging, marrying or whatever. I'm glad that tradition was over. I'm so happy that on Valentine's Day, we don't just get our names pulled out of an urn and a man's just like, right, you're mine now. But other people say that that's a load of bollocks and that the poet Chaucer made it the event that it is today. And apparently he connected St. Valentine to romance because it was convenient. He wrote some poem about Saint's Day on February the 14th. And he said that like spring was springing and birds are mating and plants are beginning to bloom. And it all like came from that in some way. I don't know. I was going to say historians DM me, but do you know what? Don't. I actually am not even that interested. Do you care about St. Valentine, Roman orgies and Chaucer? No, you do not. Or maybe actually you do. Who knows? Men apparently sit around thinking about the fucking Roman Empire for most of their lives. Maybe you do. I cannot speak for you. But hopefully not enough to let it make you feel negative. And you are in such good company if you are getting nothing on Wednesday. So many absolute hotties are in the same boat as you. I know you've never seen me, but I'm an absolute hottie. My mum told me. The absolutely greatest thing happening this week, though, is that it is pancake day tomorrow. And I genuinely have more in common with pancakes and feel more sexually attracted to them than I do to most men. A pancake has never let me down or made me feel sad or hurt, ever. And pancake day is the day that we should really all be focused on. If you don't have pancakes, then I am sorry, but your life is quite shit. And there is nothing that I can say to make that situation better. But the 14th will be over before you know it. And it is a sign that spring is really nearly here. Chaucer gang on that one. And everything gets better from this point. Plus, I'll be here in your ears with a brand new episode on Wednesday to get you through. So do not even stress. You're lovely whether you have a Valentine or not. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.